And I let the world know that the city is mine Whoa. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Morse Code Podcast. This is Sopi Priya, aka the Work From Home Poppy, alongside my uh, creator here, Dan, well not God creator, but my podcast creator, mm. Dan Morse, who gave me the reins again today. Yep, um, all you. Um, good touch on know, the song, just, Yeah, thanks. I just opened up my phone, I noticed I had my um, stopwatch going for the last uh, 62 hours. <laughs> Let me put a quick stop there. Got the timing I needed. Um, okay. Sorry. Sorry about the interruption. No, that's all right. Pardon the interruption. Hey, that's uh, life works. Anyways, um, if you guys are a fan of the show, please follow us on Instagram at the Morse Code Pod and listen along. We're now huge news. Uh, we're now on iTunes, which is a huge development. Shout out to Dan for that. Also, still on Shout Spotify. Apple. Apple's Big and Apple, Apple company. Yeah. R.I.P. to um, what's his name? What's Steve his name? Jobs. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. <laughs> He's dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. Um, but no, good looks there, definitely. So at, at, um, we'd ask you, you know, if, if you're an iPhone user, very easy to do. Just jump on the Apple podcast. We can send out a link if for some reason you can't just search it yourself. Um, we'd encourage you to leave a quick five star review, leave a comment. Um, same on social, like Soapy said as well. If If you can bear the I think probably a quarter of a second it takes a double click on some of our posts and stuff like that. Much appreciated. Helps us out a lot. Um, so I guess that's our advertising for the episode. Well, I was going to also say, do you think we should, um, can we like attach a video to this podcast that shows people how to search things? I think or I have we, like, should we leave that I to think, them? No, I think I have my original like, um, like Apple CD um, that they can insert and kind of tutorial on how to use it and things of that nature. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, if, if it gets if if they're still struggling after that, um, just call Soapy on his cell phone and he'd be more than happy to screen share and walk you through it. Yeah. Um, we'll have my phone number, my personal number, listed at the end of this. So yeah, it'll be good. Um, so yeah, anyway, any attention is but, good attention. So yeah, even yep. if you guys want to leave us some hate comments, that's cool mm-hmm. too. Shout out, Brian. Uh, yes. Big haters. Big, <laughs> big, big piece of shit. Big piece so, of shit. So. So yeah, again, I'll uh, I'll be taking the lead in this episode. We're gonna give you a little more relaxed, more of that relaxed off the cuff, off the cuff type comp content. Um, kind of think of it as a locker room, same mm-hmm. sex or co-ed. We are a very open-minded podcast. Unless you have something else to say. I have nothing else to say. Okay, <laughs> but uh, a no, locker no room nonetheless. Yeah, where uh, you got a safe space to talk about whatever. So. <clears throat> Anyways, let's get into it. Um, Please. Obviously, we've we've been doing a lot of the stuff on the the last dance, the first few episodes, mm. and for today, I started thinking about about uh, basically how we talked about the last dance documentary and how the Bulls dominated American culture in the '90s, at least sports wise. You know, it's basically them, the Yankees, and the Cowboys. So it made me think of how cool of a time that was and the nostalgia for people who grew up in the area at the time. That, that must make this whole series that much better for anyone who literally experienced it um, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be a good idea if Dan and I each drafted our own basketball starting fives based on people from a given city. 
I took Chicago in theme of the whole thing, and uh, Dan has Boston. I don't know his list. He doesn't know mine. The only catch is that we could use athletes and, and actual basketball players if we wanted, but you could also do politicians, celebrities, and even like like fictional characters, just as long as they had some kind of well-known connection to the city. So I, don't know, I understand. It, it, it's up to you, but uh, we can alternate one by one, and it doesn't really matter what no, position. I'd, uh, I can already tell you're way more prepared for this than I am, so I'd actually like to hear you go through your spiel first. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then I'll just kind of fill in anywhere I can. Okay. But I don't really know what to expect and I have no idea where this is going. I'll be honest with you, I've had a very long day. I'm absolutely exhausted. Um so please do your you thing just... and um if I don't speak for like five seconds, I'm probably asleep. But okay. We'll go from there. <laughs> All right. Um so yeah, I'll I'll uh, pause after each oh, one. Wait, time out, time out. I do have a question. I do have a question. Yeah. I picked a head coach, did you? Ooh, I didn't, but I have enough people that were uh that didn't make the cut that i could make a coach out of one of them classic okay cool yeah good all right um so even though it's no longer a a big man's game in the nba Mm. my first pick in this draft um hailing from chicago in the 1920s al capone Mm -hmm. talk about talk about a good coach too and a guy oh excellent coach Scare the shit out of everyone. Yeah, uh, very demanding head coach, but <laughs> sometimes you kind of need that presence on the court. Oh, I assume it would be two a days every day, even in the off season. But I, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've heard, and I believe this is a direct quote from Al Capone: "There is no off season in <laughs> the game of fictional basketball." So, <laughs> what are you going to do? Have you seen the trailer for that new Al Capone movie with Tom Hardy? Yeah, it looks That's pretty good. Pretty dope. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. So I can already tell this is going <laughs> off the rails. Um, <laughs> I was under the impression, dude, I thought you told me that these like think of people who weren't athletes. I don't have any athletes on my list. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't. I he's the only, think I'm ready to the only Olympian that I have on here. <laughs> I don't think I accept your apology. <laughs> but um. I yeah, I, I'll give you ahead. my little scouting report because I got a, I got a little yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bit on each of these guys. Okay. So, Al Capone. You got on Big Al. Uh, enforcer, guy win- willing, just like Jordan, uh, mm-hmm. decades mm-hmm. later, same city, willing Tenacious. to win at all costs. Um, he would have been around in, in a time where the big man dominated the game, and even though he wasn't big, mm-hmm. boy, was he intimidating. Boy, uh, was he. And if anyone doesn't know, he was involved with the Chicago gang outfit. So he basically made his name through bootlegging during the Prohibition era, which he did using extremely violent means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't mean just asking nicely, then yelling. It escalated yeah. far beyond that. And yeah, um, I guess he was quite the, pardon my language, but he was uh, mm-hmm. quite the showboat too. Yeah. And he loved being seen around town. This is what I read. So he kind of be like the LeBron of his era between just being constantly in the public eye. And apparently he also had, you know, there's a lot of corruption going on at that time. So he yeah. he had ties with the Chicago police and the mayor. So you know he'd get all the calls or he'd kill you. Um, yeah, I certainly, certainly not a guy I'd want to work for. Um, <laughs> well, it depends. I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot about him. 
um, outside of like the majority of what people know. Like he was a gangster and things of that nature. I actually didn't even know he was based out of Chicago. I probably knew that, just not like top of, top of my head. So where do you have him playing? You have him playing at like the five? Because he's yeah, kind of like I, short and fat. He was, but I feel like he could be a stocky like Charles Barkley because mm-hmm. I, sure. I was also going to say he would definitely lead the league in flagrant fouls and also just straight up murders mm-hmm. and then wouldn't pay the fines. So who no, who's going to find him? <laughs> That's true. Guys like that, they own the police. And I guess in this ridiculous scenario, they own like the referees and the commissioners, <laughs> things of that nature. Um, but okay, that that's a, a good start. That I think I'll have a better idea of, of where this is going if you go through a few more of yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, last question. Any mm. chance he wins Sportsmanship of the Year? No. I don't think so. Wouldn't have my vote. You'd probably get good odds, though. I, seeing he's the only person in this player pool so far, yeah, maybe. But I think we'd have to see who else is on the list okay. afterwards. All right, next up, um, a little more modern times, Kevin McAllister, Yep. a fan favorite. Um, Certainly is, certainly is. Um, Sneaky little bastard. Yeah, this is, for for the uninitiated, this is Macaulay Culkin in a little-known movie called Home Alone. I think that was an indie film, right? Yeah, it it was. Uh, Home Alone 2 really kind of jumped into the mainstream. Um, By that I I meant Indian film. Oh, yeah. Now you're thinking of um, something completely different. Um, but yeah, Kevin McAllister, lockdown defender. Big time. Oh, yeah. He could cover all five positions at once. Yeah. Actually, with different things on the court. You got a very heavily uh, defensive, lenient team right now. Yeah. Not sure who's going to score buckets for you. <laughs> Dude, all we need is one point because we're not giving up. Um, yeah. We're not actually, giving up a single field. I, I know who would probably match up well with McAllister on my team. Um, if you want to go back and forth like a little bit, maybe we go like two and two. Yeah. So Capone and McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> You're like McCone, Mc, um, uh, Capone and McAllister is like the NBA jam. <laughs> like logo <laughs> with the two guys. <laughs> so on a similar, actually I have, I have a couple that are kind of similar to uh, who can match up well with Capone first. So for a head coach, I took uh, Frank Costello from the departed. Very oh. uh, wise guy, right? Very known well in Boston. I guess Boston, like Massachusetts in general. One of those really, you know, one of those guys who's playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers, if you know what I mean. Has people Chinese on the inside, checkers. on the outside. Uh, Chinese checkers. No ticky, <laughs> no laundry. Frank That's right. <laughs> uh, Great line, great delivery, great film. think he's going to make a great head coach. Um, I hate to break it to you. There's a good chance he might have uh, a couple little raddies on the inside of your Chicago team as well, kind of feeding us plays and things of that nature. So I think that can only go to our advantage. Yeah, that would be such a oh man. I I wouldn't know what to trust if if him and Capone were on the same court, even though they were opposing each other as coach and player. Yeah. I I wouldn't know who the fuck is playing for who. That game would definitely be rigged. Sure wouldn't. I mean, you think we find it confusing. Wait till Vegas gets their hands on that game. I don't know how you would handicap that thing. Um, okay. And the other one, this isn't, I didn't want to bring, I, I, I'm not, this guy's not on my roster. He's kind of like seven, eight, ninth man on the bench, but similar to Al Capone. Um, I had Whitey Bulger as well. Another oh, kind of yeah. gritty, like he'll get shit done, kill you, shoot your mother, 
put on his glasses and pour himself a glass of orange juice, if you know what I mean. All in one, all in one afternoon, really. Yeah. Um, so I think with Costello coaching, Whitey Bulger just waiting to get the signal, if you know what I mean. And I just picture Whitey Bulger on the bench with gym shorts and like that tight, like maroon leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like his slicked back hair and sunglasses <laughs> just either ready to ready to either go in the game or just ready to get the signal to go kill someone in like the sixth <laughs> row but ready for both ultimate do whatever you ask him type of player you know what i mean oh but this would i'll say would love to see you this don't want to get so on far. you don't want to get whitey's bad side <laughs> no. Is, uh, oof, no i don't know you'd have anyway. more than a, ha- a hard foul coming your way <laughs> buddy if you left the building with a hard foul and were able to live and tell about it, then that's a pretty good life, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, anyway, here's what I had in mind to match up with um, uh, Col- uh, Macaulay Culkin, um, Kevin McAllister. Uh, another similar, you know, small in a game of ever-changing positionless players, but I went with Ted, uh, the teddy bear from the movie Ted. <laughs> Yep. Okay. I was kind of torn between him as a mascot or my point guard, um, but I think he he can oh, position himself to uh, classic to just kind of really great ball handler, great vision, um, very dynamic with his ability, both from a physical standpoint, being able to like slide through people's legs, yeah. but also distractions by just you know cracking jokes with players and things like that, and really kind of keeping the game light as far as everything goes. Did he be quite a He'd, he'd be a handful during road games, though, because I feel like, mm-hmm. wasn't he kind of horny, like, for a bear? Yeah, I feel like he bear. was always hitting on girls and shit. Yeah, uh, so, he was always, like, you know, he liked to drink and smoke and hang out with um, Mark Wahlberg and things like that. So, Dude, you definitely need to a wild go, card. like, he's, like, he's vulnerable for a Rodman in, in uh, Atlantic City type situation. Or Rodman in Vegas type situation, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, Almost like a Ted and David Busters equivalent to Rodman in Vegas. 48 <laughs> hours of David Busters. <laughs> 48 hours of David Busters, and all he's doing is um, he's in like the claw machine, hanging out with like the other animals, mm-hmm. other stuff too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't yeah, know. It's he, funny, but yeah, that's a pretty accurate rendition <laughs> of my team so far. Uh, I'll, I'll pass the ball back to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of picturing. Just going back to Kevin McAllister for a second. Mm, sure. It could be like he, he might be playing a normal game for a little while, and then um, then he rolls out like a bag of marbles or or puts nail like spikes the ball with uh, nails. Or yeah. you go to the or Real you go to dunk sure. and the rim is suddenly on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or I can just picture like coming out of the tunnel and like just getting. Um, Oh, geez. Why is this escaping me? That sticky, like, liquid he put on Harry and then just blew feathers on him with a fan. <laughs> Something like that would be a real... Uh, here's the other thing, though. How long is he really going to last in the game with all these technical fouls being thrown around left and right? That's the thing. I feel like he's the type of guy who's who's able to get away with a lot of this this shit because he's just a fucking yeah. pest. He's yes. like Pat Beverly. Certainly. Yep. He's the Pat Beverly of this game. Of this, Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's fair. Uh, your bench would be surrounded by like cockroaches, or instead of Gatorade, there's just boiling hot water in your cooler. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that too. Here's the thing about McAllister, though, not to stay too much on these four. He he was known to um, uh, how can I put this? Always strapped with that uh, that little BB gun he had. 
Oh, so yeah. So you never know. Not to mention. Kept um, that thing on. Is, exactly. I mean, look at the house he grew up in. He had a life-size cut out of Michael Jordan. Had him, like, going on that little track rotation. So he's always working on his game. He, he yeah. tries to be the best whenever he can. Um, yeah. Emulating Mike's game. I don't think Mike would quite make the list as all-time great Chicago players for this oh, list. No. Um, you know, but it's good to see that Kevin is at least incorporating some of the up-and-coming guys on his uh, training regimen as well. Yeah. So Cool. All right. Yeah. We got a, really we got cool. a good first few. So mm-hmm. next up, this guy was was too easy. I was going to leave him off the list, but I was like, sure. he's... He's the Kobe of this game, and that's yeah, easy, Mr. West. Kind of easy. Yeah, yeah. After he, he would take all the shots, he'd do all the talking to the media. He'd mm. have a mental breakdown in the middle of like a press conference, get technicals, blame mm-hmm. his teammates for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds dude, like a he great would like, pick. Yeah, he would like <laughs> dribble the ball off his own foot out of bounds, and then yell at the bench for it. So yes. yeah, I basically just described Kobe. Um, Rest yikes. in peace. Jesus. Yeah. Recipes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I feel like he's Kobe. one you kind of have to pick him. I'm trying to think on my list who would match up well with uh, with Kanye. Maybe. Mm, Do you have anyone who's about 5'7"? Not really. I'll go with, well, one of the picks I had um, was Sam Malone from Cheers. <laughs> Former athlete. What a, what a mistake. Pitchers in Red Sox history. I feel like he's uh, somewhat of a defensiveless player, probably like a stretch four, maybe like a, a wing three, um, who kind of just hangs out. But I put him on the team just because, uh, let's be honest, this team's going to be winning a lot of games. All right. And the fact that they're going to be winning a lot of games, Sophie, you're going to want an experienced bartender, someone who knows what they're doing at all times to really uh, help kind of lead those post-game celebrations. Um, I think that's where Sam Malone can really come in and help uh, my Boston team. Thoughts on yeah, I think he's a good pick. I feel like he he may have been the original stretch four. He just didn't know sure. it at the time, but it wasn't him, around way ahead of his time. Yeah, him just stepping out for the occasional three, uh, and then going back to the bench and like thinking about the drinks that he was going to mix later. That guy <laughs> is like, just an yeah. unstoppable force. Just pulling up a three, nailing it, turning around and just flipping that towel over his shoulder <laughs> back <laughs> on transition to help out uh, to help out Ted on the on the uh, transition. Um, so I see grabbing a rebound, very well. grabbing a rebound, and then sliding someone's debit card across the court. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, exactly, absolutely. Um, so what do I have so far? Sam Malone, Ted, Teddy Bulger, and Frank Costello is the head coach. Yep. Um, right. Go ahead. So, yep. so far, I have Kevin McAllister, yep. Kanye, and yep. Al Capone. Al Capone, that's right. Sorry. Nope, yep. Coach. So we're playing three ball, playing threes right now. Yep. All right, um, I saved my heavy my heavy hitters for these last two. Okay. So next guy, I don't know that a lot of people know he's from Chicago, but Hannibal mm-hmm. Burris. You familiar? Oh, I didn't know that. No, and I got a great great matchup for them. Whenever you're done. Okay. <laughs> actually, I have two guys. Hannibal Burris. Right, so, he was actually just on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire the other night. Me and Ari were watching it. He's hilarious, dude. Oh, dude, he's he's kind of like I don't know eccentric, but yeah, he is uh-huh. hilarious. He's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, just for entertainment factor, like for anyone who doesn't sure. know. He's the comic who brought the allegations about Bill Cosby back to light a few years ago. And, and obviously, we know how that went. And yeah. I know this might be controversial, but mm-hmm. I'd say he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, he What did was, he do exactly? What do you mean? Like, he was the one who brought up the um, the Cosby yeah, yeah. raping people in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Right, right, right. 
and that's before, what before like the criminal before like the investigation and all that stuff came out or resurfaced. I, this is probably going to come out all factually incorrect, so okay. ignore it. But I think what happened okay. was that those stories were had been like slightly known, but then a lot of people just I don't know over the course of time somehow maybe Cosby kept them quiet. But then Hannibal Burris was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, do you guys remember like how this happened?" And somehow yeah, yeah. Just, like set it off again. But so, so he wasn't like supporting Bill Cosby. No, he was one hundred percent calling him out. I got. He was you, very anti-rape. Yeah, I remember which that. Is good. I remember that. That's good. That's a, yeah, that's always a good position. We to are take very anti-rape uh, podcast. Uh, we are. That should need to be said, but I'm certainly glad you did. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a big Bill Cosby guy, big Hannibal Burris guy. Um, so good call there. So actually, I have a few that could match up with them. So if we're narrowing it down just to a five-man um, team, maybe you can help me out here. So I have, I think two, maybe three that could go there. The first one was Bill Burr, a fellow comedian, um, diehard Boston guy, mm-hmm. thick accent, hilarious. Um, man, I think you could yourself well. skin. certainly would. He would certainly get under your skin. Very similar to, uh, oh, I don't know, like a Kevin Garnett or even a Kevin McHale or, or something like that. Just going to talk you nonstop up and down the court. And then maybe drop a few buckets on you in the meantime. You never know. The other two I chose that are in a similar field are uh, John Krasinski, who plays Jim Halpert in The Office. He's a Boston guy, the actor. Yep. And then um, El Prez himself, Dave Portnoy. Oh, man. So two absolute, like, over-the-top trolls in Portnoy mm-hmm. and uh, Bill Burr. And then John Krasinski, who's, who's not going to be in your face about it, but, like, when you're not looking... He'll just yeah. put like a sheet of ice on the free throw line. He'll he'll prank you. Uh, yeah. He'll prank you for sure. I think like you know you know tying the shoestrings together. Oh yeah. Jeez, uh, putting your mouth guard in Jello or you know something something of the likes. But he's also probably the best basketball player out of those three. So you kind of gotta pick and choose yeah. your battles here. Do you wanna if you're choosing a basketball team, do you wanna pick the best basketball player? Or do you want to pick someone who's probably not very good at basketball, but can provide some comic relief and maybe a few pranks here and there? I'm trying to think of the rest of your team. You do have Sam Malone, which is going to be a tough matchup yeah, for a, anyone. This is, a, this is a pretty funny team. Ted, too. <laughs> yeah. Not to be that confused is a with hilarious the movie, uh, movie uh, Ted, too, but Ted, Ted, too, is on my team. <laughs> I, have the, I picked the Ted from Ted 1, um, just so we're, oh. we're on the same Ted. But I'm going to... Ted, too, not the same. No, I'm going to go with Bill Burr, I think. I think he matches up the best with Hannibal. Here's the thing, um, and I think this could be the, sa- the same thing could be said for Bill Burr that I'm about to say about Hannibal. I didn't even choose him for basketball reasons. Right. I just want to see, you know that saying, um, some people just like to see the world burn. Sure. I chose him because I feel like as much good as came out of the Cosby thing, which was obviously he mm-hmm. should have done that. That was right. He was bringing up some old shit out of the blue, just throwing someone <laughs> under the bus. Very Kyrie esque. Yeah. So Oof. I could see him after a yeah. tough loss, just like blaming his teammates for yeah. a bad pick and roll that was set two years ago or some shit. Or, uh, you know, he wouldn't play much, but he would tear your locker room apart in a heartbeat. And <laughs> he'd be yeah. running to the media, like like telling you about players only meetings or like if he got a t- tough question and, and didn't want criticism. He'd be the first t- to say, uh, yeah, you got to ask coach. Man, I'll be honest with you. Between um, between Hannibal, between Kanye, and even Al Capone, you got a pretty um, pretty toxic locker room so far. Yeah. A lot of potential uh, 
I don't know, conflict, to say the least. Fireworks. My, my, my team's pretty lighthearted, I guess, besides Whitey Bulger <laughs> and Frank Stello. Um, but yeah, so what do we got? Like one each left? Yeah, we got one each. I Perfect. still have to name a coach, which I think I've got one. Yeah, I still just need an enforcer on the court, um, I guess outside of Whitey Bulger. <laughs> um, but the last two that came to mind for me were, were Mark Wahlberg and John Cena. I think with Ted on the court, I really don't need Mark Wahlberg. That's a little too much from one uh, one neck of the woods. I think I'll put Cena on. Um, you know, you can't see me. It was one of his classic go-to phrases. That'd be uh, impossible to defend. Just someone you couldn't see? Fuck that. Uh, I mean, I, I certainly picked him for a reason. Um, you know, if this was like an NBA 2K game, his stats would read, you know, uh, you know, three-point shooting percentage, rebounding, ball handling, probably closer to zero, but um, ability for other people to not see you would be 100. Oh, all yeah. Way, all the way uh, on top of the board. Um, so I think I have to have on the field. Visibility, zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then, you know what, God forbid he, you do see him, he'll probably put you in a, a full Nelson or a uh, powerbomb or something. I'm sure he'll get, you know, teed up right away um but that's why you know what they say that's why you have bench players um mm-hmm. for when all your starters get teed up and ejected um so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with john cena for my last pick so my team's complete i think all right so hmm that that's really funny that you mentioned john cena because mm-hmm. i feel like my fifth player is probably my best player mm-hmm. would match up perfectly against him okay and that is hillary clinton oh good pick good mm-hmm. choice you could have gone with so many other political figures out of Chicago, um, but I think you chose the right one for the I right. I think person. I did too, buddy. I think I did too. So I, um, I, I got. Yeah. She's the more I thought about it, she's <laughs> like the Steph Curry of this generation. I'll tell you why. I have three reasons. I already know why, but go ahead, tell her. Audience. Yeah. So <laughs> they have more in common than you might think. So number one, she has a <laughs> a, a decently famous spouse, yep. William Salvador Clinton, for mm-hmm. anyone Slick unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, Steph is married to Aisha Curry, who's sure. very attractive, has her own cooking show. She's got a huge following on social media. Mm-hmm. All right. So so they're both like uh, half of a power couple. So good stuff right, there. Right. right. Um, number two, she does have a long running rivalry with one of the most polarizing guys in the world. You might have heard of him as well. Donald Trump. Steph has the same in LeBron James. Both. Both of these pairs are seen by many as the good guys, while their rivals are considered the the villains. And I don't want to be the one to say who's a villain and who's a good guy. This is not a political podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think you know who's who here, right? I'll be honest with you. I I've kind of lost lost focus, <laughs> lost track of this um, quite a while ago. I don't know <laughs> who's who anymore. I think it's a good pick. Um, I think that's a good matchup. Did you have a chance off the cuff to think of a, a head coach for your team? I did. Um, okay. So, oh, actually, one last point about Hillary. Sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She, this is her last comparison to Steph. Um, okay. She basically blew a 3-1 lead in the election. Same calendar you did the <laughs> oh, Warriors. Shit. That's right. So yeah, you got to ask if these right. two are related. I don't know. I'll be perfectly um, honest with you, bro. I've never seen them both in the same place at the same time. I also think that a 70-year-old Hillary would look hilarious in a basketball uniform, especially if mm-hmm. they let her wear heels. Actually, have you ever worn heels in a game or like any sort of uh, formal attire? Mm, I can. I bet there's been times maybe like 
before or after like a dance or something like in like dress pants and dress shoes but that's probably the extent of it okay you um i i did once what uh, i was using like a cane um mm-hmm. for just like a, a two-hand touch football game so yeah. <laughs> uh, and my top hat i always forget that i, I usually yeah, yeah. Wear. of course gives last you height question, advantage last question about this comparison sure who would do better if their roles were reversed so her as a basketball player or steph as the first lady Oh, I thought you meant more like Steph is like president. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, right. Steph. Steph, I think, still. You don't really have to do much. Yeah, that's true. I think he could wear her suit and look decent. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's like that Office episode again when Michael, <laughs> when they catch Michael wearing the woman's suit. <laughs> With the women's shoulder pads? Or, yeah. uh, was it the elbow pads? Yeah, something like that. You see, Daryl, Mike, are you wearing ladies' clothes? <laughs> He's like, man, I got to call Roy about this one. That was that negotia- negotiation episode, actually. Oh, that was that so same good. One. That was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, um, good coach. good stuff there. Oh, coach, my bad. Yep, go yeah. ahead. Um, I, I think this guy can make a coach or a GM, and he mm-hmm. would be very controversial. My whole team is just... A dumpster fire waiting for trouble but uh buddy yeah ratings are going to be through the roof but boy is that going to be a toxic 82 games yeah this is like watching an entire team of Shaq and kobe from the early 2000s no one gives a you said but um coach and gm Mm -hmm. would be walt disney he's from chicago yeah i guess he is um the reason i chose him he would be i feel like he would be tanking games because i don't know how and actually, I'm not being sarcastic here. I don't know how well-known this is, but mm-hmm. he wasn't exactly a huge fan of people with a certain complexion. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's like the Donald Sterling of this time. And um, yeah, I, I, I feel like he would he would be causing a lot of the dissension. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, just like sniping at, not, not shooting, but sniping mm-hmm. like verbally at players, throwing people under the bus. And yeah, he'd be losing on purpose just to try to make money. He's more like the James Dolan. He'd be losing on purpose, still trying to make money, but then not selling the team, and also being a like crazy racist. So yeah, yeah sounds uh, like a great okay. pick. Um, he certainly made a good case for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'd hire something. him. I'd, 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 we'd see. We'll have to see. I don't, I don't envision ever being in the situation, but we'd have to see. <laughs> um, owner's an interesting angle. Someone to really run the team. Maybe, maybe I should have Costello do that. And then have um, who would be a good other candidate for a head coach out of Boston? Ooh. I was thinking about incorporating Wally somehow, the Red Sox mascot, but I don't really know how. Or maybe yeah. Pat Patriot, <laughs> just to shoot people with a musket if they get out of line. <laughs> <laughs> Wally would have been hilarious as a uh, as the protagonist to Kevin McAllister. Oh man, they would they would just be chasing each other up and down the court. It'd be like Wally Coyote and Roadrunner. Just what a like tail the team that would be. Jesus, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. Um, yeah, good stuff. What about um, any any like honorable mentions or anyone else that you were thinking of that didn't make the cut for either yeah. city? Okay. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll name them off quickly, and you can just kind of tell me mm-hmm. what you think of them. So I got right. Steve Urkel. I got nice. I got oh, one of your favorites. You could do a whole. You could do a whole cast of characters from Family Matters that would make this team. Yeah, Waldo Heraldo. Waldo. Waldo. Very Waldo. Close to 
You need him. He's like sixth man of the year, bro. You just need Faldo, Waldo Faldo on the bench, ready to get that call. Put him oh, in, man. take a couple basketballs off the head, and yep. then you know give give guys like Kanye and uh, Hillary Clinton a much needed rest before going back in. <laughs> yeah, give him a spell. Uh, oh, in between Car- quarters, like Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow would be a great head coach. Oh yeah. You Knows how to like motivate young men, and you know those post game. Um, conferences, the lessons and the wisdom you get out of old Carl are going to be well worth it. You're going to leave. You're going to, you're going to leave with a lot more than just a, a, a W in the record books. Um, when you get a post game talk from Carl Winslow, I'll tell you that much. The only thing I'd be worried about though, is, um, he would do a pretty good job of just keeping everyone in check. And he's mm-hmm. like managing egos, like uh, Phil Jackson, sure. just the cop in him. But sure. is there any chance that it could, it could devolve into um, him and Kanye would be like the Brady Belichick of this past season. You know, that's actually good thinking. Um, that's that's good thinking. There's a lot of opportunity for tension that just might not be worth the media circus right. uh, that it's going to be. I mean, let's face it. You're going to take a lot of heat for uh, employing a 10-year-old kid um, in Kevin McAllister. So mm. I, I think any more warranted attention I don't know. I don't know if it's going to lead to many W's on the court. So it's only one way to find out. Um, and that's somehow this ridiculous scenario coming into the light. But good news is I don't think we have to worry about that ever happening. Um, but those are good. Did you have any other ones? I meant to I didn't mean to cut you off at Family Matters. No, that's all right. Um, yeah. Two quick ones. One that I think you would be a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Henry Rowan Gardner. Oh, you have to. Yep. Have to. Rookie of the league greatest, for anyone greatest who gets. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Greatest well. greatest outlet passer in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. He could grab a, a board at the opposite corner and with the flick of the wrist have it down to um I don't know, Hillary or, or uh, Hannibal Burris down low, ready ready to make a move. Great yeah. pick. The problem is I think that there might be a little bit of um a, a rivalry in between him and uh Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Not For because that. they do the same thing, but because they are the same role, so it's like yeah. It's only one ball. Only, only one 12-year-old kid at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be a natural, natural rivalry. You're 100% right. I think you made the right choice, though, giving Kevin the one-up, the leg up, rather, between the two. Yeah. Um, hmm, yeah, good one. Great athlete. Last one. Um, we don't really need to comment on this guy. R. Kelly. Uh, enough said. Next topic. Who did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of little kids. <laughs> and, uh, and R. Kelly, yeah, I don't know about that one. I'd save him for some more like halftime show, but instead of having it a show, it just turn it into like an intervention, um, where like a group of like friends and family can talk about how his um, habits of you know, peeing on teenage girls really affected their lives and and things of that nature. I'm sure you've yeah. seen an intervention. Um, don't know why that would you would have to draft him on your team to do that, but. He'd be a great 30 for 30. Mm. Or in this case, 30 for 14 or 14 through 16. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't really know. We won't go down this path too bad. I mean, we kind of already did. So. <laughs> I think it's too late, actually. <laughs> we've hit on, let's see, we've hit on Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, uh, Walt Disney, and what other? Oh, the Trumpster. A couple yep. other. And uh, Whitey Bulger. So good stuff yeah. all around. Good point. Um, 
Capone, <laughs> another golden golden boy of this golden <laughs> era of basketball. Uh, what about on the Boston side? Anyone else I forgot that you might have considered? Oh, uh, let's see. The, pr- there's so many people in the office that I think are connected with Boston. Probably. Uh, Where's Steve Carell from? Not Boston. Ooh, is he? Uh, he might be. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Conan. Conan O'Brien. He's from Boston, right? Oh, yeah. He'd be a good one. Oh, yep. he'd be good as like the one of the announcers. Yep. Like color commentators. Like Him Conan and Mike O'Brien. Breen. And, and, <laughs> yep. Mike Breen, Mark Jackson, and of course, Conan O'Brien. A.K.A. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> You're right. Steve Carell is bo- is a Boston guy. I thought he might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably he might be six man. ties to the office. He can play. Uh, he can play. I actually heard he's a really good hockey player in real life. Growing up. I could see that. It was like the one thing that he looked coordinated doing on the show, like sports wise. Yep. 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 Um, cool. So I think we should probably post these final rosters on social media and see what other people have to say about it. Um, I know we shouted out our biggest hater earlier, Brian Leahy. I'm sure he'll have some stupid indie, I don't know, stupid ass thing to say about it. Um, oh yeah. So like we'll be hip- looking forward to that. Certainly. Hipster celebrities from each hipster, city. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Some weird like European player that no one's ever heard of that he claims he scored a hundred points. Famous like flute player from Chicago. Yeah. God, he sucks. Um, anyway, enough, enough wasting our time on him. Um, <laughs> I want to thank the real fans that have been uh, riding along with us. Really cool to see. Um, love interacting with you guys on social media. And again, not to quote unquote beat a dead horse, um, but as we alluded which to, which I did but, do earlier today. Mm-hmm. And I, I was right. I was I was more um, talking about on um, Apple Podcasts. is really cool because we you get a chance to leave reviews and, and comments and things of that nature. So um, I'll I'll say this. If you have something really shitty to say, it, it'd be cooler if you just like DM'd us or text us. <laughs> yeah. If, um, try, like, come on. <laughs> if you got a recommendation, but you're really just gonna tell me to like, I don't know, Eat kiss shit. my own ass or something. I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah, just, yeah. If we could do it privately, that'd be great. I mean, it's just a quick, quick, quick ask. You know, we we don't bombard you guys with advertisements and things like that. Um, <laughs> so that's just all we're asking in return. Um. <laughs> What else? You touched on Last Dance. I actually haven't watched it yet. Um, so maybe we can get into that towards the end of the week. Uh, I heard the last two episodes are really good. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then um, looking forward to having some guests on the show as well. I think it'll be cool to get some different perspectives. Um, a lot of a lot of other friends of ours in the sports media and podcast game have kind of been asking about it and giving us some shout outs here and there, which is really awesome. So looking forward to getting some of you guys on the show as well. If there's anyone who wants to be a part of this, um, just Seriously, like just reach out to us um, yep. to Skype. So it'd be really cool to get some of you guys on. Um, uh, of course, you know, we're just not talking about anyone. You have to be some, you know, a celebrity or something. You know, we're, just, we're not just going to yeah, have like Brian Leahy or someone on the show. So I'm oh, talking no. more like, I'd say like B plus list and up. Um, yeah, really minimum, uh, I don't know, like 20,000 followers. Minimum, like. yeah, minimum seven figure net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we'd like you to be at least on the ballot of Hall of Fame if you're an athlete. Yeah, um, you have that. to have been considered as maybe you weren't drafted, but mm-hmm. I don't know, like an unsigned free agent or something in some yeah. sport. Yeah, that goes without being said, though. Um, so cool. Um, so I'll let you log us off and then uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Um, enjoy doing this. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll do this again soon. Peace.